15 minutes uh, to 5, we've been saying to you that we'll bring you live uh, uh, the election of the mayor for the city of Johannesburg. That was supposed to uh, start at 4 o'clock after, of course, the journey uh, from a very, very long and tense uh, election of uh, the speaker of the city that uh, has uh, been uh, Vasco de Gama. He won that vote by 145 votes to the 126 for the ANC's Constance Bapella. So the showdown now looming is between that of Herman Mashaba of the Democratic Alliance and the African National Congress's Parks Dao. We spoke to our reporter Tapo Pahani earlier on about what the likely outcome is. Of course, so there are those who said, well, if the DA has managed to uh, clinch the role of speaker, that's indicative of the level of support it enjoys. So it, it wouldn't be too tough to um, clinch that of uh, the mayor. Well, is it that easy? Well, we're on the line now to Dr. Dale McKinley, who's a political economist, to talk to us about uh, why this is so important. A very good afternoon to you, Dr. McKinley, and thank you so much for speaking to us. Yes, my pleasure. Thank you. So, the um, according to our reporter, the ANC saying it's been in talks with the smaller parties to make sure that it does get that... Um, uh, position of mayor, how likely is it, just to, from your observations, given the outcome of uh, the race for speaker? Well, I think it's fairly likely. I mean, uh, you know, the only uh, possibility that Mashaba wouldn't get in is if the EFF uh, switches its votes and, and decides that uh, its dislike of Mashaba is greater and it's dislike of the ANC. Um, and then, because the, the EFF holds the balance of those votes, uh, clearly the smaller parties don't have it, uh, the DA doesn't have enough votes without the EFF. So uh, it's a question of if that sort of temporary coalition in terms of the election of the main office bearers, in this case of the municipality, hold, which I think probably will be the case despite uh, the EFF's criticism of Mashaba as an individual that they don't like. And and I want to talk about that. I mean, if you look at uh, uh, the ANC and how when they came into power, when the first post-apartheid city council was created, it it did so under the banner, one city, one taxpayer. And that's taking into account just the huge divide in terms of Johannesburg as a city and its citizenry. Uh, The DA coming in on the ticket to vote for change. Does that mean that uh, those uh, political tagline will result in that as the administration? Will they bring that vision? Dr. McKinley, are you still with us? Okay, I seem to have lost Dr. McKinley there. But what are your thoughts? Um, uh, We've been asking you, and of course you can start calling in on 891-104-209. Do you think this hot contestation will result in a better run city? Are you seeing, uh, you think, evidence that uh, the vision will translate into implementation, that uh, the city, uh, which has uh, huge unemployment, uh, it's been put at about 46% of that. And it's, as you know, being divided, especially mostly the poor who uh, live in the southern suburbs or on the peripheries of the far north. And uh, the so-called middle class living in the suburbs of uh, the central and north. But uh, we've seen that there's also a very large informal settlement, uh, also about 20% of that. Dr. Dale McKinley is back on the line with with me. Dr. McKinley, I was 
asking, do you think that the political taglines that both candidates come with will automatically translate into implementation in terms of the vision for the city? No, I, I look, I mean, I think it's, as you're, as you're pointing out, I mean, there's some very clear sort of ideological here in class lines, and I, I think the concern of many, irrespective of the outcome of the, of the elections, is that the DA is going to take us backwards, um, and that, uh, you know, it is not committed to a, an inclusive city, uh, that it's uh, in this life commonly with the middle and upper middle classes, uh, and that uh, it will privilege them uh, in terms of development. I think, you know, the one thing that's irrespective of all the problems that were being experienced in Joburg, for example, the billing system and everything, the one positive development over the last several years under Parkstall was the, the issue of trying to be a more inclusive city, of building residential transport hubs and other kinds of things uh, that would begin to integrate our, our very divided city. So I think it's going to be a very uh, difficult task uh, for the DA to convince even the majority of the population, particularly of the poor and working class people in Joburg, uh, that they're committed to saying what they, you know, they say that they're committed to an inclusive city, but their practice doesn't really, if we look at where they govern, if we look at Cape Town, um, and we look at other places, they are very divided cities. So it's going to, it's going to be very interesting to see, and with the EFF holding the balance of that power, um, and obviously having a very different uh, perspective than the DA, how far they're going to be able to push the DA um, on votes with regards to development in the city. So mm. I think that's that's the real question, yeah. So let's look at that, Dr. McKinley. Let's take that discussion further if we look at the so-called relative autonomy of um, the regions themselves, the, the, the power that uh, some believe the, the ward councillors themselves exert. Um, and those political dynamics that you're speaking of, what are we then likely to see? Is there going to be fragmentation in terms of um, implementation, uniformity in terms of policy? Well, I think that that's a real risk. Um, you know, the, the, the DA has basically said, well, look at, look at where we govern. You know, we deliver services better, we're, we're less corrupt than the ANC, and, and that's you know, a message that resonated with a particular section of the population, clearly. Um, but I think what, you know, Joburg is, is a different place than the Western Cape. It's, a, it's, a, it's the hub, the economic hub. It's a very uh, city that is, while obviously spatially divided, is probably one of the more integrated cities in South Africa. And I think, you know, what we're going to see is a range of fights over very specific policies. So, for example, let's take transportation. Uh, if, the, if the DA says, look, we want to completely revamp the Ray of Via system and begin to extend it into suburbs and all these kinds of things, then there's going to be a battle as to whether the priority is to do that or to build more public transport that services the townships or the Vol or Soweto and other kinds of places. So I think what we're going to see is the potential for gridlock, uh, policy gridlock on a range of different uh, things where the DA might have a particular policy framework but the EFF might side with the ANC in specific cases where they feel as though their own constituencies are not going to benefit from DA policies. And that could uh, create a very sort of hodgepodge of policies in Joburg. Thanks a lot, uh, Dr. T- Dr. Dale McKinley. is a political economist. We'll speak to him some more. So we're talking about you, the contestation.